Well, Joel Rutter is a former civil servant at the Treasury and Number 10 and now Senior Research Fellow for the UK in a Changing Europe think tank. Good morning to you. Good morning, Gary. What is your understanding of exactly what Sue Gray is looking at here? I think she was asked to establish um, whether there were actually parties um, in uh, Whitehall, both in Downing Street and beyond. So the sort of first thing she's sort of been asked to do is establish the facts, because you remember when the inquiry was set up, the Prime Minister was saying he'd been assured that there weren't parties and that the guidance had been followed at all times in Number 10. So, uh, so the sort of most limited interpretation of her remit is simply to say whether there were things that looked like parties and perhaps whether those were parties that were compatible with the guidelines. Um, she's uh, investigating, in essence, now the Prime Minister and also the Cabinet Secretary, Simon Case, her boss. Does that put her in a difficult position? I think it puts her in a really difficult position. I think this really is highlighting the need for some sort of independent machinery to look at these things because Sue Gray, I mean, has a track record. She used to do the job as what's called Director General of Propriety and Ethics in the Cabinet Office for uh, David Cameron and uh, his predecessors. Uh, so she's done this, been there, done that before. She did it for Theresa May as well. Uh, but usually that's on behalf of the Prime Minister investigating another minister rather than investigating, as you say, the Prime Minister... And, uh, and the Cabinet Secretary. Usually she's doing investigations on the Prime Minister's behalf to let the Prime Minister, him or her, know what some minister did and allow the Prime Minister then to make a verdict. Uh, as you say, the real problem here is that the people in the frame of the Prime Minister, his operation at number 10, and that brings in the Cabinet Office as well and the Cabinet Secretary, which is, after all, why Simon Case, who initially was asked to do this investigation, had to stand back after a week after people said that he'd... Uh, he'd been at a party in the Cabinet Office. So it's quite... Uh, that's really, really difficult because, you know, she still works for these people. She's a permanent secretary, a second permanent secretary in the Cabinet Office and then Michael Gove's big, sprawly department. Uh, so it's a real sort of difficult position to put as any civil servant in. There are questions here about what the Prime Minister knew and how truthful he has been, because, of course, in the wake of the Allegra Stratton video, he said that he was angry and outraged to, to hear that there had been gatherings in Downing Street. Now, the allegation is that he was at least at one of them. Um, do you think that Sue Gray will, will get into whether or not the Prime Minister has been fully truthful? I think it's quite difficult. I don't know whether she will be able to go into the Prime Minister's attendance or non-attendance. I mean, the key thing, uh, one of the key things is that, you know, Downing Street is very, very small. It's, you know, it's a townhouse. It's a big townhouse, but it's a it's a townhouse. And the Prime Minister and his wife live there as well as work there. That may be one of the technicalities which would get them off uh, any charge of attending a gathering uh, because they hadn't left their house to do so, which I think uh, is uh, is the nature of an offence uh, in the first uh, England May lockdown. Uh, Although so, she's not there to establish criminality, is she? So she's not going to establish criminality, but I think the problem is that it's incredibly difficult to hold a party in Downing Street, particularly a sort of big party, without the Prime Minister knowing. And certainly when I worked at Number 10, if the staff wanted to have a party in the garden... Uh, so not a party where the Prime Minister was the host, but the staff, you would, you know, just naturally say to the Prime Minister, 
we'd like to have a party using the garden. Is that okay? And you certainly wouldn't go ahead and organise what had the potential to be a really big party. Remember, they say about 100 invitations went out to this without the Prime Minister's agreement, uh, even if it wasn't a party he was hosting for the staff. Well, the Prime Minister seems to be waiting for Sue Gray to tell us whether he was there or not, rather than confirming it himself. Are you suggesting that actually she may not even go down that road? I don't know whether she's going to look at that. I mean, she, I think she'll have to talk to the Prime Minister. Uh, I think, you know, one of the problems for her inquiry, and I think this is one of the reasons why it's a really unsatisfactory sort of process, is she either, you know, gets into the situation of the civil service uh, implicitly um, saying that the Prime Minister has misled the House, which is a very difficult situation for the civil service to be put in, or she ducks the issue, and then her inquiry is denounced roundly as a whitewash, and everybody jumps on that, and, you know, the civil service is very badly compromised and things. So it's, uh, I think the real problem for her and her boss, Simon Case, to navigate is how to extricate themselves from having agreed, if you like, to be part of this delaying tactic by the Prime Minister of having an inquiry. And as various people have been saying, uh, not least Ruth Davidson, I think, yesterday, you know, it's quite difficult for the Prime Minister to say he has to rely on Sue Gray to tell him whether he was at a party. That seems to be a simple answer of the facts. And, uh, and it'd be very interesting to know what on earth the Prime Minister says to Sue Gray if indeed she does interview him. Jill Rutter, thank you very much for speaking to us this morning. Former civil servant at the Treasury and Number 10, and now with the UK in a changing Europe think tank.